0: What is the Upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX GamerCast. This is episode 25, and um, yeah, I guess we're halfway to 50, but um, yeah, regardless, uh, we will be talking about one of my favorite games of 2022 this week, and if you didn't check out last week's episode, it was kind of a big deal. It was my top 10 games, my top 10 favorite games of the year. I also discussed most anticipated games for 2023 Most disappointing games. Most hours put into top five games. You know, there's a few categories. It was a really fun show. I really enjoyed myself. And, um... Yeah, it seemed like you guys enjoyed it. The downloads were pretty strong and that was great and uh, I would love to hear again still if you're uh, there. There's no deadline on you letting me know what games you picked up for Christmas and what games you were were your favorites in 2022. I'm still I would I'm still here. I I, I could still listen to you if you still want to tell me any of that information. But if you want to know what all my favorite stuff was from 2022, you can go back to the previous episode episode 24 my 10 favorite Games of 2022 so it was a it was a fun show i really really enjoyed it and now we are here on a new year uh i'm not i don't want to say the a new year a new me i hate what i hate that but um no i am already tracking my games for 2023 i got two already on the list so uh before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode let's start off with what have i been playing over the last week or watching or any movies or anything like that so it's been a pretty simple week. I am fully addicted now to The Witcher 3. I um, pretty much am only playing The Witcher 3 when I am at home and I have free time. It's all going to The Witcher 3 right now. I am in love. It's it's official. I'm in love. <clears throat> I am fully just in this world now. I am starting, like, you know you're really into uh, an open world game and, and the environments and, and you're fully engrossed when you start talking like the people inside the game like everyone's got you know their funny accents and stuff like that and now I talk like that a little bit around the house so you know it's really starting to starting to get into you when you start picking up the accents from the from the video game now uh the last time that this happened really bad was when I was playing Red Dead Redemption 2 everyone at work was playing it and everyone was talking like cowboys it was awesome just hi there mister oh hi there mister it was unreal that that still continues on to this date but yeah i i am just absolutely in love with the witcher uh if you haven't heard me talk about this game uh i have played the witcher a few times i never really stuck with it there was some things about the controls and and maybe just a a lack of fully uh giving my full attention to the witcher back then uh it just didn't hit the couple times that i've tried it uh prior and now the ps5 upgrade is out and um wow dude i am so happy that i keep coming back to the witcher trying to give it a chance because i hear nothing but great things and oh my goodness dude like oh the quests the quests are so good the characters are timeless like holy there's just endless every quest has like a really good compelling character and i did the um they were like uh crowning the the new king or queen of skelliga or something like that that was one of the best freaking quests i've ever ever done It was so much fun, I was so engrossed, man, like, literally at the edge of my seat, like, holy crap, like, this is insane, like, what's gonna happen next, like, and for me, personally, that doesn't happen too often that I get, like, really, really into a storyline in video games, uh, it it takes a lot to draw me in, I used to be a really, kind of a big movie guy, so, um... I don't know i didn't think video games always hit the same way that movies do or they don't have the strongest storylines sometimes but the witcher 3 man holy crap like i will be doing a episode on the witcher 3 at some point don't think it's going to be in the near future because i'm just gonna be i have i still have a lot to to do with the witcher 3 i mean i could sit here and do a review of it because like I kind of got what the game is, but there's still so much more I want to experience with it that I want to wait, hold off a bit, and experience more before I I dive into an episode of it, but it's going to be a gush fest as far as I can tell, like, I'm absolutely loving it, there's just so much to do, and I just love, like, holy crap, man, like, you could be doing a Witcher contract, and you're fucking, you're chasing down a beast, trying to hunt down these beasts, and then next thing you know, you're like, oh... I'm out in the middle of nowhere, and there's all these little, uh, question marks all over the map, and then you just go on little adventures, you're like, oh, what's this? You find some treasure, you find new monsters to kill, and, like, oh, man, it's, it's just a treat, I can't, I can't get enough of it, and, like, I think like the gameplay might be it's it's inc- it's very very good but i think it might be my least favorite part because the story is so so freaking good and i just love all the characters and i haven't even really explored gwent yet the card game in in there because there's just so many quests and everything i played a handful of them but like i know people got real get really into gwent and like i i'll get there more than likely but right now i'm just I'm too overwhelmed with all the other amazing quests and, and contracts, and, and holy moly, it's just incredible, like, um, the the woman there in Skellig, I think her name was Ceres or something, she became, like, the queen for me, she, I love her so much, oh my god, I love that character so much, she's that tough, like, Scottish, Irish, mmm, last, love that, love her, uh, really good characters all around, I mean, Yennefer, come on, and, uh such a freaking good game, man! And the music, oh my goodness! Like, oh, this is why I got to do a uh, episode on it because I could spend uh, uh, at least an hour or, or more talking about The Witcher Three. The music is ridiculous. I, I just. Oh, I just love Adventure. Like, I really just can't stop playing it. Like, there's really... There's so many other games that I want to get to, like, like soon. A lot of indie games, especially. And I can't really pull myself away from any free time to not dedicate it to The Witcher 3. Because it's just... It's so good, man. It's so freaking good. Like, I don't think I've been this... I don't. Well, that's that's I. You know, in recent memory, I got super addicted to Elden Ring, so it's it's just like that. I can't I I can't say definitively which one I enjoy more. I, I'm leaning on the side more so on Elden Ring. I just like the combat was so freaking good in Elden Ring, but the story and the characters in in The Witcher just blow Elden Ring out of the water. So I mean, I'm not. I, they're both incredible. So I mean, again, we are just absolutely spoiled rotten when it comes to video games like there's just so much good stuff to play and uh yeah man if you were a guy like me or or a girl or any gamer out there that that maybe missed on the witcher great time to go back to it now they got the next gen update it's uh it's fantastic absolutely fantastic uh i i highly i i i i could what am I trying to say here? I feel like it's going to be strong a strong case that this game is going to be in contention for my game of the year unless unless something drastically terrible happens in this game that really upsets me, but um yeah, it's looking really good for The Witcher 3 right now and um yeah, if anyone else out there is playing The Witcher 3 right now, I mean, how are you liking it? Um I imagine it's going to be a very big game. Like I said, I have all the expansions and everything, and I, I hear that they're quite big themselves. And and just and and some people say it's the best part of the game. So like, oh man, I'm just so excited. I'm I want to try and take my time with it and just really enjoy this because I I know this is a this is a special video game right here and a special um, just experience that I'm having right now with this video game. I'm I'm very very much so enjoying it. If, um, if you like these kind of fantasy games, you know, with Skyrims, your uh, uh, Dragon Age, stuff like that, I mean, you're going to fucking love this game if you haven't played it before. I mean, yeah, it might take a little bit of time to, to fall in love with it. Like, you might have to get a little used to the controls and and so on and so forth, and it starts out like you there's a lot to do, and you might get overwhelmed, you might run into a lot of enemies that are a little too strong, but just... Stick with it, you'll get stronger, and then next thing you're going to be whooping everyone's ass, and you're having a great time, so uh, yes, highly, highly recommend you go check out The Witcher 3, phenomenal. And uh, the only other game that I've managed to uh, play, that's only because when I'm not home, I, I have my Switch with me at work sometimes, and when I'm on my lunch break, I'll play a little bit of Mario Bowser's Fury, that's what, yes, that's what it's called, right, uh, finally got to that finally finished off what i think is i think i'm done with 3d world or i want to be because i didn't like that game very much so now i'm here at bowser's fury and everyone's was like oh this is way better oh yes i agree it is substantially better than 3d land absolutely i still don't like it that much i, I just i don't know what the hell is going on this package of a video game 3d world and bowser's Fury. Not for me. Uh, quite possibly my least favorite Mario game I've ever played. I just, like, Bowser's Fury, yes. The 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 fact that it's, like, an open area with, like, a bunch of levels there. I loved that. Loved that. That was fantastic. Bowser Bowser showing up and, and, and shooting laser beams at me every four fucking minutes was driving me crazy by the end of it, man. Like, he kept, he just, A, he just wouldn't stop showing up. And he wouldn't go away. I don't know if that's, like, supposed to happen. But I was just trying to get the... I got the 50 stars or whatever and beat him. And now there's, like, 100 total. I don't know if I'm going back for that 100, man. Because I got so infuriated with this game the other night, playing it. Just trying to get the final two stars with this dickhead Bowser shooting that laser beam at me over and over again, man. It was so infuriated. It was so annoying. And I just hated that, like... Like, I like fighting him once you get, like, the power-up and you're big Mario and you're fighting him. That's okay. It kind of feels like a big Godzilla fight or something. That's fine. But the fact that, like, the game would, like, stop, it would generated cutscene, I'd have to skip it, it's not fast, like, I don't know, maybe I'm a little spoiled because I've been playing so much PS5 and, like, load times are snap fast and, yeah, the Switch is starting to show its age for sure and, uh, load times are semi-annoying, I think the levels were fine but nothing really, like, blew my mind away, like, I played a lot of Mario games and, like, yeah, none of these level levels that I've played so far really have done a whole lot for me, they're very just standard Mario, nothing really uh stood out to me honestly i think it's a kind of an overrated video game i don't think it's all that special it was very just kind of average to me uh maybe i can do a review on it and maybe it'll be like my first like angry review because i don't i am just not i just did not like that game at all i really just didn't like that much of it uh there's a cut like i like the ideas behind bowser's fury but they got it like and it's short as hell like i think i it took me like three and a half maybe four hours to get to the 50 stars so um i heard it was short so i'm not i don't really care because didn't really care that much playing it so like the faster it's over i guess the better for me because just not hitting with me which i'm disappointed man i really looked forward to this this game and I was really looking forward to the Bowser's Fury and it was just kind of like yeah it was fine not bad but there's just like the Bowser showing up all the time man really just fucked with the flow of the game for me I was just like if he was just not there I think I would have had a lot better time and maybe they just had some boss fights at the end I think that would have been better for me personally because damn that just really didn't add anything all that much fun like yeah he shoots the laser and you're supposed to use the laser to shoot these bowser blocks to get the cat shines or whatever okay but when i'm just trying to fucking beat a level and the guy won't go away until i get a cat shine i can't get the shine because he won't stop fucking shooting at me and won't go away really really annoying mechanics so um i did enjoy though the cat shine that uh i haven't played super mario sunshine yet i will i don't know if i'll get we'll we'll see i don't know there's still a lot of year left but I've, i've owned that that mario package 3d all-stars or whatever forever and uh been meaning to play sunshine for quite a while now but now that i've just gotten through this game i uh really have no no um uh i don't know a feeling of playing them Mar- i am not in the mood for a mario game whatsoever right now i am quite sour on mario which i might have to go back to one of the older 2d ones because mario 3 was so pleasant i loved that game so much and it was so much fun Maybe I'll have to go back to one of the older 2D ones and, and maybe it'll get me in a better mood with Mario. But for me personally, 3D land package with the Bowser Fury. Uh now, take this with a grain of salt. Not the biggest Mario fan. Now, me personally, I think Mario is a little overrated. I don't I don't think that's insane to say. I mean, I think Mario fans themselves would say it's a little bit overrated. I mean, jeez, the guy gets away with so much compared to other games. But regardless, it was very just meh for me. Very mediocre. Very mid, if you will. And, uh, yeah, quite disappointed. And uh, I am debating to see. Like, I have no idea how to qualify this game in, in the rankings because I played 3D Land in 2022 and then i played uh bowser's fury in 2023 but it's a package game so like do i split them up and review them separately or is it one package and do i just put 3d land and bowser's fury in the most disappointing games of the year for me again (laughs) because like i don't know anyway it's my show so i guess i can do whatever the fuck i want so yeah that's all i've been playing just those two games i um did i buy something i feel like i thought i bought something no, I think I I, I was looking at, um, I think it's called 13 Sentinels, uh, Optional Boss Podcast. They had their Game of the Year awards, and uh, Tyler had uh, 13 Sentinels as his Game of the Year, and that caught my attention, and I started looking into it. And yeah, it looks like a game that I would enjoy, and it's on Nintendo Switch now, and uh, I would like to own it on Switch. It's on sale, so if anyone had like, I've, I, I'm like 80% sure I'm going to purchase this, but uh, yeah. Anyway, okay, enough talking about uh, stuff. Let me know, everybody, what have you been up to over the last week or so? What games have you been diving into in the new year? Are you starting to dig into your uh, new Christmas games that you got? Or are you going back into the old backlog kind of like I am? Like Witcher 3 has technically been in my backlog ever since I... I gave up on it the second time, and I was like, I'm not fully giving up, it was just I'm going to have to give it some time and come back to it another day, and uh, sometimes you got to do that, man, something like, uh, this happened, the exact same thing happened with me and the Elder Scrolls Oblivion, I fucking hated that game, the first couple times I tried it, I was like, boring, I was so bored, and then one dude at EB Games, I was literally going to trade it in, and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, uh, want to trade this in. He's like, don't do that, man. That's a big mistake. And fuck, man, was he ever right? He just told me, he's like, well, what have you been doing? I'm like, I've just been trying to play the main quest line. He's like, well, that's your problem right there. Main quest line's not that good. Kind of sucks. He's like, do the guilds. I started doing the guilds and, oh, my God, fell in love with Oblivion. So, uh, yeah, kind of a similar situation, I guess, with The Witcher. I just need, maybe I just wasn't doing the right shit at the right times. So, no idea. Anyway let's move into the main event we are talking about cult of the lamb i would say this is one of those maybe the big sleeper hit of the year just kind of a game that that when it came out a lot of people picked it up a lot of people really fucking loved this game and then a week a few weeks passed and like not really many people are talking about it anymore and i kind of understand why because it's i i pretty much did everything there is to do in this game and uh yeah that's that's pretty much it it's kind of done like it's totally you could totally go back and do more don't get me wrong we'll talk about it more in detail but um yeah I could I could maybe see why like it was like oh love 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 and then it's like okay moving on uh because I don't know it didn't leave like a huge lasting impression I guess but man when I I, this game absolutely took me over for about two weeks there I was absolutely addicted to this game And, uh, I guess let's get into why I was so damn addicted to this game and why it cracked into my top 10 favorite games of 2022. So, Cult of the Lamb, man. Um, jeez, it's, uh, it's, I don't really know how to explain. Uh, it would be better if I opened my notes. Okay. So, the idea of this game is that you've died. You're this adorable little lamb. Everything in this game, by the way, is incredibly adorable. Even, well, I mean, some of the monsters aren't that adorable, but a lot of things are adorable in this video game. So, you you die, and you get brought back to life by this fucking god. And then the god says you gotta slaughter all these other gods to help bring him back to life. And then, yeah, so you're basically his slave because... He brought you back to life and he wants you to help bring him back basically so i wash your back you wash my back kind of deal so you're going through and uh, you need to start your own cult of followers to help get you more powerful and so on and so forth so that is basically the concept of the game you are it's almost like god inception a little bit like you're kind of playing a god being like told by another god what to do to kill other gods but so in short, if you enjoy God Simulators, I guess I don't really know if that if that's necessarily true, but uh, if you enjoyed Stardew Valley, I imagine if you enjoyed the game Moonlighter, which I've owned forever, very, very want to play it. Just <laughs> It's one of those games I just never seem to get to, but it looks kind of like that game as well. Maybe even if you like games like Harvest Moon, it, it has elements of that, but it's also kind of like a roguelite, and I know there's so darn many of those games out there, but uh, there's a lot of cool things that you could do with roguelites rogue or whatever. And uh, this one has a very cool uh, gimmick to it as you are building up a cult. as Hence the name, Cult of the Lamb. So you can call your cult whatever you want. I called mine the Cult of Phil. Uh, like the name Phil for Phil Kessel, the NHL hockey player. I love him immensely. And I felt like if I was to start a cult for something, it'd probably be for him. Because, yeah, I think cults need to be for something a little bit obscure. And, uh, like, I think my love for Phil Kessel is a little bit obscure, a little unnatural. So, that's what I decided to go with for my cult name. So, the Cult of Phil was started. And, um, yes, so you need to... Okay, let's... um, So, that's basically the concept of the game. Let's Let's try and dive into the gameplay. So, what are we doing in this game? There's a lot, a lot of stuff... Going on in this game, so you you start you start with a piece of land and you could build things on it like beds. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff you can do, so it's kind of like your resource management, but you're also getting these cult members and you can get them to do things. So you get this big old hunk of land. You can put stuff wherever you want on it. You can decorate it. You got to clean it up. You know, like your typical when you start a Stardew Valley, you start a Harvest Moon. Got this big piece of land that needs to be cleaned up chopping down big old trees you're breaking down rocks collecting resources and then building up uh, uh what do you call them uh buildings and stuff like you can build a like a mine so you can uh get resources for like rocks and stuff like that you could build a fucking thing for wood and then uh, you can have your farm, so you can get your cult leader, well, as the upgrades go, you get upgrades, but you start with, like, kind of your typical farm, you'll buy seeds, find seeds, plant the seeds, your watering seeds, so you got your farming part in there, now it's definitely not, like, ultra in-depth, like, that is kind of, like, the, the, I don't it's not necessarily a con, but, um, Cult of Lamb kind of seems to be a game that is a, a what do you call it a jack of all trades but a master of none it's got a lot of mechanics uh, that a a lot of them are very well done but they're not fleshed out as much as it would be in other games that use these mechanics so they just kind of borrow a lot of really fun mechanics from other games and kind of mix them all together in this fun little culty bowl and uh yeah and it spits out cult of the lamb but so you get your farming so you need to feed your followers or they will uh, (laughs) um Okay, well, we'll get into the followers in a sec. Let's keep talking about the land. So you're putting down uh, a farm, and then you got to put down like um, basically a church so that you can have uh, ceremonies. So you're you can do rituals in there with your followers, and uh, yeah. So you got this, and you got put down to bed, So. If you like decorating and all that stuff like I do, and you're really peculiar and you like things in order and nice and neat, like I had all my beds and huts up in the top corner. I had my prison down in the bottom corner so that, like, yeah, you guys are down in the bottom corner. You can put your semi, ce- I put my cemetery down there. You gotta put toilets. Uh, My farms were over in the top corner. You got my church over there as well. And then you could just put all these fun little decorations that you're collecting throughout the game. Uh, Little torches, little statues, so on and so forth. And there's other faith things you can put around. So they're kind of boiled down to like categories. So you got like things for amenities, bathrooms, beds. You got faith. So that's your uh, church building. You can also put down like confessional booths. So you can hold confession with your <laughs> with your with your um, little cultists. You can put down little statues f- so they can pray to you. And then in the middle of your land, there's like a massive statue where all your followers will kind of converge to, you and they will start worshiping you. It's a big old statue of yourself. They'll worship you, and uh, you'll collect. Uh, it's basically you're collecting a resource that you can use to upgrade. Uh, things throughout the game. It's an incredibly addicting gameplay loop uh, as it is with most farming simulator games like that. Like It sounds really basic and simple. Like, yeah, I'm just feeding my followers. We're we're holding ceremonies and uh, rinse and repeats and then collecting resources to build up and get better things. So on. But the loop is very, very fun. Quite simple, but in execution, extremely fun. Uh, Some other cool things you can put down on your land. You can put uh, like I talked about the prison, so there's a prison uh, when your followers get um, too low on morale, basically, they'll start talking shit about you uh, around your cult and start going up to other cultists and they'll start talking shit about you and trying to convert them to turn against you. So to stop that, you got to build a prison, you'll you'll lock them up and you, you sit there and you basically yell at them once a day to uh, reform them and make them love you again and then you can release them. But um, Yeah, dude, it's a really freaking weird, cool, funny-ass game. So uh, that's basically what you're doing with your plot of land. Uh, let's try and get into um, what you're doing with your cultists. So you, uh, as far as I, I don't know if there's a limit to how many you can have. Like I had upwards, I was up in like 23, 24 cultists all on my land. So you can have a whole bunch of them. Uh, one of the goals basically is to have at least 20 of them, I think it is. But uh, obviously you're not starting with that many. You start slow, one or two of them, and you slowly build up. So to get these followers, you have to go into uh, basically the, the combat. Okay, well, I guess we'll get into the combat a little bit later. So you can get these cultists by going into areas. You'll find them out in the wild, and if you save them, they'll come back, and you can convert them into your cult. Once you do that, you get to name them and uh oh man like i just got into naming all of my little cultists after food because they're very very cute and they have all these there's so many different kinds of them you can customize your cultists you can make them uh there's a whole bunch of like um what do you call them uh types of like you can make them there's some that look like cats there's dogs there's Hamsters. There's, like, demonic, adorable creatures. Like, there's so much variety to it. And they have little uh, character traits. So, some of them are good. Some of them are bad. You can't change them. There's just what they're... They are what they are, basically. So, some will be like, oh, they gain a whole bunch of extra faith once you bring them into the cult. That's awesome. And some of them, they'll lose faith joining into. Because they're like, I don't know. It's like, I don't trust this. So, you got to build them up. And... Um, to build up your followers so you have to um you go around you can talk to them interact with them and uh, be nice to them you can give them gifts you can give them like rings or necklaces or something and the necklaces will give them a perk Uh, some of them are really good like you can have a perk where they live twice as long which is awesome because your cultists will die they they have a life uh expectancy and sometimes they die early sometimes they live super old And it's a freaking adorable. So um, I'm trying to remember what the hell I'm talking about. Okay, so to get them, so you talk to them and uh, the more you talk to them, they basically build XP and they'll level up. So the higher, uh, the more faith that you can get out of your followers, the more, I don't know, like there's a benefit to them. So you'll get more out of them when you sacrifice them and uh yeah so you basically want your cultists to love you more the more that they love you the better it is the higher the level up and the more that your cultist is worth so you're doing that and you're holding ceremonies so you'll you'll bring everybody into the church you'll you you know do a church thing and you you talk really adorable to them and everyone's happy and then you also have rituals so you can unlock these rituals throughout the game by um collecting uh four pieces of a thing and they'll give you like a thing regardless you can unlock a whole bunch of these rituals they're freaking awesome some of them are beneficial some of them are like some of them will increase the faith of the followers some of them will decrease the faith but it'll give you like a really good bonus so one for example you can have like a fast so your your followers won't eat for three days so you don't have to feed them, which is dope. But their but their uh, but their faith in you, their their devotion to you, will go way down. So you gotta you gotta kind of strategize what you want to do, so you can do uh, a famine ritual. Their faith will go really low, and then you can do one to bring them back up. So we'll have like a celebration around the fire, and it'll be a really good time. Their faith will go back up. Everyone's happy again. You can give them a day off, so no one's working today. And everyone's just kind of hanging out, talking, eating, sleeping. It's really, really freaking cute. So the rituals are awesome. And uh, another big part of the rituals is you can sacrifice your followers. So there's a lot you could do with sacrificing your followers. Um, It sounds terrible. And yeah, it it, it is. You're sacrificing, you're killing your little cultists. But they do it in the most adorable little way. Oh, man. Like, they're they're so darn cute. They're like, okay, so... You could do a few things with sacrifices, so say you have a cultist who is very old, they become elderly, and you know, to say it crudely, they kind of don't do anything anymore. They're they're kind of just walking around being old timers. I put in my work and now I just walk around saying hello to everybody. And that's dandy, but those are the best ones to sacrifice because they don't really provide anything anymore to the cult. And so we might as well sacrifice them. Everyone's into it. They like being sacrificed. So it's it's okay. You could sacrifice your uh, your followers. They're into it. It's adorable and then this like horrific tentacle monster comes out and kills them and then you get resources you'll get bones which you need for rituals you'll get meat from them and now personally i never made my cultists eat other cultists i didn't do that because there's a a very good chance that it'll kill them (laughs) so i didn't get desperate enough to feed them the the meat of their fellow brethren that that i didn't i didn't get that bad in my cult but um yeah, so you're doing all these rituals, man. It's really freaking cute. It's really funny. And uh, so you could do that once a, once a day. You could do as many rituals as you want per day. You can hold one ceremony per day, which just kind of gives you a big old boost for the day. And yeah, so you're doing all that. You're gaining faith. And once you gain enough faith or devotion, whatever it is, you'll fill up a bar. And then you can pick, like, one new perk in a big old tree of perks that you can like upgrade very simple stuff your classic rpg style upgrades like oh now here's farm level two so now the cultists can farm for you and you don't have to do it all yourself and they'll plant seeds automatically it's great so you you can do stuff like that you can unlock uh kind of like an adventure cabin basically you can send your followers out on their own adventures and they can go get resources for you but there's like there's a risk that they won't come back alive, so <laughs> that happened a couple times. They'll, like, return just to tell you that they died. It's like, oh, well, for fuck's sakes, thanks for that, and then they'll just die. And you gotta take care of that stuff. That's another thing you have to take care of in the cult. You gotta make sure that everything's kind of sanitary enough, so uh, you'll you'll feed, you know? It's kind of normal when you feed, when you eat uh, it has to come out the other end right So your cultists will shit And they'll puke and they'll, they'll do stuff like that And you need to make sure that that's clean Or your cultists will get Disgusted they'll get sick uh, And they can die So you don't want your cultists dying so you gotta make sure You're on top of that And as you're upgrading you'll be able to get things like Outhouses and as you move on You get beyond that you get janitor Houses where they can just fucking Clean up themselves you don't have to do it anymore And it's wicked But it's also, like, self-sustaining. It's really cool. So you can take the poop, you can feed it to your cultists. You can basically trick them to eat their own shit, and they'll be fine with it. They might get sick, but they'll eat it. (laughs) You can use the poop for fertilizer for your crops. So, like, I love that aspect. So, like, you can use everything. Everything has its use, which is awesome. And uh, once you really get going, man, you have this really nice piece of sustainable land. You know, your cultists, everyone has a job to do, so you can pick what jobs they're doing. You can have them specifically uh, cutting down trees. You can have them out on their own adventures. You can have them specifically set to farming. You can have them, you can also like uh, refine resources. So you could take uh, money that you have, gold. You collect money and gold to buy things, obviously. And uh, you can put gold in to make gold bars. Gold bars will buy you better things. So you can have them doing that. So it's, it's very, very addicting, man. The gameplay loop is a lot of fun. It's a lot. Of, it's so much fun. I got so addicted, man. Like, there's not too many times. Like, usually I'll tap out with video games at around, like, if I'm going to max out, I usually get. A little bit I don't know fidgety or just want to kind of do something else after about two hours I easily was putting in like four hour sessions on Cult of the Lamb and was like oh fuck like I need to go do shit with my life like I got to stop playing it so it is definitely one of those games that will uh, take over your life so just a warning if you're not into those kind of games I know some people uh, avoid those games like the plague because they don't want to get extremely addicted but um, one, I guess, I don't know if it's, it could be a pro or a con, depending on the gamer that you are, this game wasn't incredibly long. Now, it's long enough, it took me about 25 or so hours to collect everything in the game, I would say. I feel like I collected damn near everything, uh, just about. And, um, yeah, so I definitely didn't put in the amount of hours in a game like this that I did with, like, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley, you can easily put hundreds and hundreds of hours. Animal Crossing, I put in, like, over 500 hours into Animal Crossing. And, uh, I mean, you could with Cult of the Lamb, but you would have to, like, restart a new game and, like, make a whole new thing to do with that i would imagine i mean you can keep going but there's really not much point when there's nothing left to collect right so uh that was kind of my only one of the cons that i had with this game was that i uh i ended up running out of like things to upgrade faster than i thought and then when you get to that point where there's really there's nothing left to upgrade there's nothing else left to unlock you basically just get money And uh, money is great, I mean you can go around buying stuff But again, there's only so many things you can go out and buy So some things you can go out and buy include uh, new follower forms So you'll travel to these different areas of the game And and they'll have their own little kind of themes And each one has like an amount of things you can buy There's certain things that you'll find, little decorations and stuff But you can buy them too, so that's what the money is for and, uh, yeah, by the end of the game, man, I, had, I had so much money, I didn't know what to do with it. I had thousands and thousands and thousands of golden coins, and, like, that's a lot of money for this game. Like, I just used it to buy a whole bunch of seeds, and eventually there'll be this dude that, that shows up, and once a day you can buy a follower from him, so I would just go buy a follower every day to make my cult bigger, so... Yeah, I mean, I wish there were some more things that I could have upgraded. Like, why not let me have farm number four or whatever? There was like, yeah, I just, I felt like I ran out of things to upgrade and I still had like six or seven more hours of of gameplay to go on with. And I didn't really have anything left to upgrade. So that was a little bit of a downfall uh, to me, but... Again, if you're if you want to do like it was also nice at the same time. It's like oh cool, I get to play one of these kind of farming simulator, very addicting games. But it didn't I didn't you know waste not waste. I didn't pour in a hundred plus hours on it or something like Stardew Valley. Loved every second of Stardew Valley. Don't get me wrong, but you know sometimes I I only have room for so many games per year that are in that range 100 plus hours style games i'm already doing one now in the witcher i can only imagine how many fucking hours i'm gonna put into that game this year but yeah Uh, so take that as it is if it is a con or a pro to you it wasn't the longest game but i felt very happy with 25 hours i was quite satisfied with that when i beat the game you know there were still more things to collect and i was 100 in on doing that wanted more and honestly i could still go for more it's just you know that's just kind of the gamer i am once i'm done with it it's like all right i got so many new games to move on to and that's exactly what i did uh we talked about the rituals um uh, there there's a, a couple kind of mini game things going on so you can do some fishing and if you like the fishing in Stardew Valley, you're going to like the fishing in this. Uh, I think, again, the fishing in Stardew Valley was a little bit more fleshed out or fished out, if you will. Uh, I thought it was just a little bit more in-depth. There was more kinds of fish. There's a whole collectible thing. Museum with Stardew Valley. In Cult of the Lamb, it's a lot less. So it works exactly the same way mechanically the fishing does in stardew valley so it was quite fun you know trying to keep the little bobber in between the lines i enjoyed that i was right at home i was like oh fuck yeah this is stardew valley style and i did a lot of fishing in stardew valley but Yeah, didn't do as much fishing in uh, in Cult of the Lamb. There is a a small quest where a guy is asking for a certain amount of fish. Didn't take long to do that. So, you know, they could have added a lot more with that guy collecting certain fish. That could have been fun. Otherwise, I would just do, there's a ritual you can do where uh, you'll get like double or maybe triple the amount of fish per per time you catch so i would whenever i'm be running low on food i'll do that ritual go spend a few minutes fishing get a whole bunch of fish and then feed my followers nice tasty fish for a little while now keep them happy so the fishing was was fun but again not very deep and then there's like a dice mini game kind of thing going on it was um it was fun i really enjoyed it but again it wasn't fleshed out you only have like uh, five people to go up against and yes and and they go up in difficulty so the first guy is super easy and you move up to a harder guy so it's a very interesting dice game so you got three rows and in each row you're trying to fill up fill it up with three dice and um fuck man i don't know if i can really explain this you just like it's one of those games you'll it sounds insane explaining it but you will get you will understand it if you play it for 4 seconds you'll be like oh i understand completely it was very fun i re- actually really enjoyed that dice game i just wish there was like more opponents maybe a tournament something like that better rewards, like more rewards for winning, that would have been better, so again, another mechanic of the game that I'm looking forward to, if they're going to make another Cult to the Lamb or something, they start fleshing out these mechanics, you're going to have a fucking incredible game right here, but uh, I liked a lot of the mechanics, I just wish a lot of them were fleshed out more, so the dice game was fun, but again, kind of shallow, not a lot going on with it after you beat the five people, uh, like I talked about earlier, there's a few areas, I think there's four areas to unlock uh yeah four areas you go into so we'll move on to the combat side of the game now so um you'll go into like i said there's four areas to go into they'll be unlocked depending on how many followers you have so first one you'll get it's like hey you need two followers get in here the next one's like eight okay you get it good you're following along all right good there's a lot to explain (laughs) it's all good uh, so you go into these areas and then you get to the combat. it's um, it's it's I guess similar I guess you can kind of compare it to Hades like a really watered down Hades so kind of that over the top uh, hack and slash you get a you get a choose a weapon at the beginning or it'll give you like a randomized weapon and a randomized projectile. it's uh, it's quite simple. I mean it's one attack button, one attack. You get a roll, and then you get your shooting button for your projectile, and you you have a, a limit amount of how many times you can shoot, so you have to kind of use it uh, strategically. And you're going through room after room, clear out the room. You can get some resources. You might uh, get uh, you'll get some hearts or stuff to fill up your fill up your health, and so on and so forth. So, going through, and uh, once you clear a certain amount of rooms, you'll get like a path. So you can choose a path to go down, you look at the path, you're like, okay, so this path has a follower I can try and save, uh, a thing with a lot of wood resources, uh, just a normal battle, and then your boss fight. So generally it's three or four, maybe sometimes five kind of levels you go through to work your way and get to the boss at the end. So you, I think there's kind of three tiers per level. So you go through it once, you fight the boss, go through it again, fight a different boss, go through it i believe it's the third time is when you get to fight the the big boss like the main boss of that area and your goal is to take down the the four main bosses to unlock the chains for the the god that saved you so going through and doing that and honestly i mean the combat was fun enough uh it was it had its challenge. I say it definitely it had some challenge to it, I would say. The boss fights boss fights in particular, some of them were quite challenging. Uh, it took me a handful of times to to beat some of them, which was fine. I thought I thought the challenge was good, nice and fair. I didn't think it was too um, didn't see any like shenanigans or anything like that, like unfair enemies. I thought the enemies were fine. A lot of the enemies, you know, very typical. You'll have your certain kind of enemies per area each enemy style has like a thing going on. Uh, this one jumps around. This one will leave and then bounce back on you, you know. They some shoot shit, some will multiply, and yeah, so you got all these different variety of enemies to fight. Uh, a lot of them are like kind of bug creatures. You got kind of like little demon dudes. It's it's pretty darn they some of them are darn cute themselves. Uh, some of them are darn cute. I will admit that. And um yeah, so the combat is limited. It, it's not quite like Hades. So you do get like... You can find tarot, tarot cards or whatever. Tarot, ca- tarot cards? I don't know. Wow, That is a tough word for me to say. You'll find these cards uh, throughout the level. And you can pick one. And it'll have a little perk. So one of them... I don't know. There's a whole bunch of them, man. There's a ton of tarot cards to collect. And it'll give you a random power-up that you could select... And, um, if you want to, you can pay an amount of coin and you can select another one, which I would be, I think, like, why wouldn't I? I always went for a second card, um, until I unlocked, like, this... You'll, you'll unlock these, um, kind of, like, anti-perks. Think about, like, the skulls in Halo 3, where, like, you're unlocking these things, but they don't benefit you in any way, so... I mean, they slightly do in Cult of the land, so, like, you'll unlock these, like, cloaks you wear... And they'll have, like, a a weird uh, benefit. So one's like, okay, you do double projectile damage, but your slashing attack is cut in half. Kind of things like that, right? And uh, one that I did like quite a bit was it'll just start you off with, I think it's four, maybe five random cards. And that's what you got. So you don't have to go around looking for them. They'll just start you off with five cards. And generally, that's about as many cards as you'll get on a run. So I like to just get all the cards right away. So I actually really like that cloak to wear. Uh, so yeah, you'll go around collecting, um, what do you call them? Fucking cards that give you little perks, and I think that's roughly everything. So, and one other thing you can do is um, there's a thing you can put in your on your cult land or whatever, and you can sacrifice followers, and it'll turn them into some sort of benefit. They'll 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 uh, they'll actually turn them into a demon. I believe that's what it turns them into, and they'll give you a benefit. So depending on how How high their level is, how devoted they are to you, the better the perk is. So again, it gives you really good reason to want to make your cultists love you. Because it gives you really good perks. So... Uh, oh jeez I need to I can't believe I didn't mention this one of the rituals like probably the cutest one is you can marry your follower you can marry as many of many of them as you want now you might generate some jealousy between them but you can marry them it's fucking adorable you can kiss them it's every day I give them a little kiss it's so freaking cute and it, it really gives them a boost in uh how much you can get out of that but you know, I didn't really like sacrificing my wife or my, whatever, my, my marriage person. <laughs> but when you do, it's, it's like, yeah, like I would save that as like a main card. So one of the cool things, like I said, so not only can you sacrifice your followers to turn them into a demon, but believe you can have up to three demons so you upgrade the thing until it gets to level three you can bring three of them in you in with you at a time so that's really cool so like i said some of the perks can be like they'll go around shooting stuff for you every so many seconds some will go around finding health drops so yeah it's really beneficial highly recommend you go in uh to uh if you're going to fight the bosses or whatever you think you're going to have a good run like take in some demons with you uh that will help but if you happen to fail while you're out there fighting through the areas and you happen to lose all your hearts, you have the option to sacrifice one of your followers. And again, depending on how devoted they are, you can return with more hearts. So let's say, for example, my newest follower, he just came in today and I went out and I died. And if I want to sacrifice him, I might get one half of a heart to return so it's like i'll return but i won't have much health if i happen to sacrifice my wife or something i'll get like six hearts and like three armor hearts so it's like oh fuck yeah so Depending on the situation, I'll use a a higher ranked follower. So say I'm in a boss fight and I got him like halfway there and he takes me out and it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm sorry, wife, but I'm going to sacrifice you because I really need to take out this boss right here. So things like that. Really cool mechanic. I really enjoyed that. I wish I utilized it a little bit more. I was a little gun shy with that mechanic at, at the beginning. And the game does tell you that like, don't be shy with sacrificing your followers. They love it. But like... I was still like, "Oh, but they're so freaking cute." And I named this one Taco and that one's Tostito. I mean, how can I how can I kill something called Taco? I mean, oh my goodness. Highly recommend if you're playing this game, name your followers after like food. It's it's so funny. It's like, "Yo, what's up, Blueberry?" "Yo, what up, Pumpkin Spice?" It was awesome. I had a great time. Um, one was called T-Bone, man, there were so many names, and, oh, man, it, I, it just keeps flowing into my head, another ritual you can do is you can bring them back from the fucking dead, oh, my god, I love that, I love that ritual, so, like, I don't know, like, the first time I did it, I was like, oh, dude, I had a follower named T-Bone, and he was, like, the best, he was, like, my enforcer, he would go around the, the cult and, like, you know, kind of, Bully around the other cultists to love me more, and I was like, "Oh, I love that guy!" And he died early, and I brought him back, and he lived for like another twenty-five days or whatever, and it was awesome. So yeah, I really loved that mechanic. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, where the heck was I? Uh, uh, random weapons, we talked about that. Combat is simple. Tarot cards, we got that. The end bosses, I like the end bosses. I like I said, the bosses were really cool. They were a step up over all the other enemies obviously so that's good the bosses had a good challenge to them like i said some were quite difficult i would say uh i guess we will get into um some of the some of the the glitches and performance problems that i had with this game it's um it's a major problem and we will get into that after I talk about the sound. I'm just kind of looking through here to make sure that I got everything. I think I got everything. There's a lot, like I said, there's a lot of mechanics, a lot of things going on in this like stew pot of a video game. But when it all comes together, it really works really nicely all together. I just, like I said, a hundred times, I just wish there was more to a lot of these things. Okay. Okay. I said you can die. Yep, you can bring them back. Alright, so let's move on now to the sound of this game. So the music in this game, I played some at the beginning and I was going through listening to the soundtrack a little bit. And honestly, because it was a game that I was playing mostly on handheld, maybe had a show going on in the background. I know I was crushing a lot of King of the Hill when I was playing this game, so... I didn't always have the music and the sound all the way up, but uh, the music is delightful in this game. I must say, it's very chill, uh, very relaxing at times. Just kind of really funky uh, music. Just like it's very chill, very chill music. But when the boss fights kick in, oh buddy, uh, some of the jammies are absolutely just slap fest. I mean, the the boss fight themes are are very very good. They get very intense and just really high pace, high. Really good. I really enjoyed the music. I'll, I'll put some more in at the end. But yeah, I would highly recommend you go over check it out on Spotify. Uh, honestly, I didn't find the music really cut through the game all that much when I was playing it. A lot of the sounds that I was noticing were just like the cute kind of gameplay sounds that are going on. Just like the cultists talking to each other and their little like... It's, it's not really a language, but it's just really cute to listen to. And, um, yeah, just kind of resources popping, you know, kind of like that Minecraft popping sound when you're collecting resources. So, yeah, for the most part, I would say I had them like had it turned off, but not because the music was bad. It's just I, I, you know, we're in that generation now where you can't just sit and play a video game. You kind of have to have a TV show going on in the background for no reason for like that eight seconds of like black screen that you deal with. You're like, oh, I'll just fill that up with eight seconds of King of the Hill and back to Cult of the Lamb it's weird it's a weird generation that we live in but it's the way that we are so there is that i highly enjoyed the uh the music i really enjoyed going back and listening to it to try and find what song i wanted to use for this episode and like i just said the fall words and everything they sound freaking adorable there's like no voice acting or whatever there's no like actual words per se but just noises but it was cute very cute so, let's talk about the graphics and performance. So, this is where the game is going to take a blow from me. So, I'll mention it now that I played this on the Nintendo Switch. Don't know if this is these problems are straight up because I was playing it on Nintendo Switch. I haven't looked in to see if these problems were also with other versions of the game. But, as it is right now, I would... like. Oh, man, I love playing it on the Switch, but I, I would have to say I would highly recommend you go and get this game on a different platform. Uh, personally, I wish I bought it on PlayStation just so I could have had the trophies and maybe a better performance. But I bought it on Switch because I knew it was going to be a very good handheld game. And it is. It's an excellent handheld game. I, I love it for for a handheld game. Very good. But... Um, damn, dude, some of the technical issues and bugs throughout this game, oh, man, uh, quite a few times, uh, going through the, like, the, the enemy-filled areas, I, I, like, numerous times, I had enemies that would just disappear, and they wouldn't come back, and I can't move on, like, you can't continue on to the next room until you kill everything, and I would say, like, six or seven times, man, that... I'd go in these rooms and there'd be no enemy left and I can't go anywhere and I'd have to reboot. And that sucks because I'd have to start the run all over again. So sometimes I'd be deep in a run. Now granted... These runs don't take long, you're talking like 10-15 minutes maximum for a run through a whole thing, so they're quite short, but regardless, 10-15 minutes is 10-15 minutes wasted, I don't like wasting time, especially when it's because the game is glitching out and shit, so that happened a handful of times, man, and it was quite frustrating I felt like that happened more often when I was in a room trying to save a follower because those rooms tend to have a lot of enemies in it so I was having problems with that and uh, I did not like that at all I was definitely experiencing um, some frame rate issues it would get uh, pretty bad when a lot of enemies are on the screen so there aren't too many occasions where you have that many enemies on the screen but whenever it did get pretty crazy oh yeah it, it chugged like a freaking choo-choo train It was it was pretty bad Uh, I would have to say that the load times weren't great either, and um, I did experience quite a handful of hard crashes, which, again, I I don't, you don't experience, I haven't experienced them very often myself on my Nintendo Switch, Uh, the first time this ever happened to me was playing Pokemon Scarlet, just like last month, that was the first time I've ever experienced a hard crash, and yeah, I had a handful of hard crashes with Cult of the Lamb, I would say, I think I, I had more hard crashes on Cult of the Lamb than I did with Pokemon Scarlet, so wasn't very impressed with that and uh i loaded my game one day and my heart fucking sank and i almost had a heart attack because i loaded my game one day and everything everything was gone everything uh except my followers i just opened up my land like all my beds were gone everything that i built was gone my everything and i was like what the fucking fuck i was literally i, I that was it i was i was gonna kibosh the game like dead to me if everything was gone i calmed down i just fucking reloaded the game, turned it back on, and everything was back, but I was like, oh my god, dude, like, if that happened, I was, like, probably two-thirds of the way through the game, like, I'm in it now, and I was like, if you just took everything away from me at this point, I'd be devastated, and, uh, yeah, that tease really didn't, I really was not impressed by that happening, but it was something that I experienced, and, uh, yeah, man, I, I would have to say there were quite a bit of technical issues throughout the game, like I just talked about, uh, not too impressed with that, it did not get any better throughout my playthrough, I don't know if there were any updates released, uh, after my playtime with it, but with my playtime on the Nintendo Switch, I had, uh, like, quite a lot of technical issues, so... I would do your research first before if you're going to buy this game. I would recommend more than likely going with a PlayStation or Xbox version so then you can have achievements. Uh, That's just me personally. But if you're a handheld nut and you need a really good handheld game, I would recommend this. But just be weary of the technical problems. If you're a big technical person and that really, really bothers you, there you go. There's your warning. But on the bright side, the graphics in this game were just downright Adorable, absolutely freaking adorable, um, man! The the followers were just so darn cute with their big freaking eyes, and I mean the, the lamb that you're playing is absolutely adorable. Like, oh my goodness, this game is just filling, filled to the brim with charm and just adorable. Like, I just keep thinking about the. Um, the Simpsons thing, when they're at the the farm or whatever, and they see the lamb, and they're like, ah. then they look over, there's a smaller, cuter lamb, they're like, ah. and then there's a smaller, even cuter lamb, you're like, ah. and then the other lamb comes, oh, get the hell out of here, so it's kind of like that, like, you're like, aww, that follower is so fucking cute, I had one, it was a hedgehog, I colored it blue and I named him Sonic. I mean, I loved I brought Sonic back from the dead like three times. I just loved him so much. And he was like 79 years old. And he's like, please just let me die. And I was like, no, I love you. But <laughs> seriously. Uh filled to the brim with charm. I mean, enemy designs were fine. I thought the boss designs were were pretty darn cool. And uh yeah, man, colorful, lots of kind of cool areas, you know, the four different areas kinda got like a watery one, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, uh, typical stuff, but it was well done. I enjoyed the look of this game. I loved, I, I, will scratch that. I loved the look of this game. So freaking cute. I just love staring at my adorable followers all the time. I just could stare at them all day long. So that is, um, yeah, that is Cult of the Lamb. So, uh, we'll just go through quickly, My overall problems and things that I loved about the game. We'll wrap it up. I'll give it a score and we'll send you on your way. Okay, so like I said, some things that I didn't like about this game. Performance issues were quite bad. So again, do your research on that and see if there is a better version of the game that you can purchase if you are interested. Uh, I felt like a lot of the mechanics, uh, be that the, the farming, the whatever I felt like all the mechanics they were fun but they were kind of shallow I wish a lot of the mechanics were more fleshed out more upgrades more quests to do stuff like that it didn't feel like there was enough of that to uh, fill out the rest of the game like I said I, I ran out of things to purchase and upgrade about two two-thirds away through the game so I still had a handful of hours going through it where I was collecting nothing but money and it wasn't as rewarding as it was when you're collecting like cool decorations and stuff like that And, well, I guess that goes in with that con as well. Could have used more upgrades. So, yeah. I would have liked more things. Maybe more buildings to unlock. More, just more, a little bit more of everything. So, there's a very good structure uh, built here for this game. I really hope they are going to do Occult of the Lamb 2. And just build on these mechanics. Flesh it out a little bit more. And, oh, man. This will be, it could be a phenomenal game. And, obviously, clean up those technical issues. And, oh, fuck, yeah. This would be phenomenal. Uh, so speaking of Phenomenals, things that I did love about this game, love the graphical style, so freaking cute, really addicting fun gameplay, like I said, it pretty much took over my life for like two weeks, I just loved playing this game, I think the replayability replay- is good, not great, now it's not like Stardew levels of like hours and hours of gameplay here, I feel like it's a very strong 20 to 30 hours of really good-ass fun gameplay you'll get out of this game. You can get a lot more out of it if you want to. If you want to build a whole new cult, that is absolutely available to you. I just didn't feel compelled to do that right after I finished mine. It didn't draw me back in that way. But I felt like there is definitely replayability to this game. And then I really enjoyed the boss fights. Uh, Now, like I said, the combat could have been fleshed out a little bit more. It was still good. I enjoyed it, and the boss fights were kind of a lot of fun i like the challenge of the boss fights it's kind of a bullet hell situation with uh, there's a lot going on the bosses were quite fun there's quite a few of them to go through and yeah i I really enjoyed those bosses so um yeah man and of course i really like the music music was dope and that is about it so let's score this bad boy out of 10 i am going to give cult of the lamb a seven and a half out of 10 so obviously it's losing a, a lot it's gonna lose a big chunk of points there for the technical issues that i have and it it like definitely lost a point there for basically making me shit out my heart out of my face when i loaded up the game and nothing was there that that was whole oh, that was a scary scary moment but thankfully that that fixed itself but still not a pleasant thing to have happen to you not a technical issue or a glitch or whatever that i liked and um yeah, if they could just flesh out some of these mechanics a little bit more, give us a little bit more stuff, man, I think this game easily could have been a 9 out of 10. Could have been... Like I said, okay, so uh, I did talk about this last week. So I said uh, in last week's episode, my top 10 games of the year, I said that Cult of the Lamb did fall quite a bit off my list. Like I had this thing, I think, at number 4. I was that in love with this game. I had it way up on my list, but... As I got through the game, more of these technical issues happened. It started dropping down, and then like started running out of uh, things to unlock. And I was like, okay, so yeah, it started falling down my list. But regardless, it still clocked in and I believe it was number nine on the list. So, and I played a lot of games this year, so it still holds a really good uh, spot in my in my uh, game of the year. I really enjoyed it. Now it's not the highest scoring game, but it was definitely one of the most fun games that I played this year. I really. Really enjoyed it. Happy I took the dive on it and just kind of dived right into it. I bought it and just started playing it. Don't usually do that with games. I really should do that more often. Trying to catch myself when I'm doing that. I'm like, don't buy a game unless, like, you're going to start playing it. But, yeah, sometimes the deal is too good to pass up. So, because I've been burned on that sometimes, you'll... Sometimes I see a game go really low and I never see it go that low ever again. So yeah, sometimes you just, you know, you gotta take chances on games. It's it's a cheap game anyway. It's not a very expensive game. It's like 25 bucks. Highly recommend you, you it's well worth the 25 bucks. I got it for like $20, slight sale. So highly recommend uh, you plop down the $20, $25 for this game. But like I said, another warning: please just do your research on this game. And um, I guess I'll touch on the story. Like I said, not going to spoil anything, but it was a simple story. The ending was fun. There's two styles of ending. It's pretty, you know, it was satisfying. It was a satisfying ending. It wasn't bad. I didn't experience the other ending, but I heard about it. And uh, yeah, I don't really feel the need to go ahead and do it again because the final boss was quite tricky he wasn't wasn't easy it wasn't an easy fight the final boss but um yeah i thought the story was just fine uh definitely wasn't the the emphasis of this game this isn't a story game it's just a very fun charming fucking game and i highly recommend it to everybody cult of the lamb will go down as a cult classic i would imagine uh i feel i don't know i don't know about that a lot of people played cult of the lamb this year and i highly recommend if you didn't play this game Give it a shot, man. It was a really fucking fun game. I really, really enjoyed it. So there you go, everybody. That is another episode down of the GX GamerCast. Hope you enjoyed. Make sure you're following along with this podcast, telling your friends and and rating it, reviewing it, whatever you can do. Make sure you hit me up on Twitter or, or leave a comment or anything like that. I would really, really appreciate any sort of feedback. That would be awesome. And we'll do some plugs you can go check out my YouTube channel, GamerGX videos on YouTube. Uh, over there, I am playing Until Dawn right now. Very fun game. I just I love. I'm really enjoying it. It's kind. Of, it's it's a horror game, so I'm over there screaming like a girl, kind of on the regular. So uh, quite a few handful of episodes over there right now. Uh, so you can go over there check those out. Double uploads on Saturday. And again, I have some more ideas for um, some videos to do on the youtube channel i was thinking about just like throwing out some random gameplays all the time not necessarily dedicating myself to every single game from start to finish so for example i was thinking about just throwing out some witcher videos like if i if i'm going to be doing a really cool interesting quest i might just record it and throw it up on youtube and and just just yeah just to have it out there i'm not going to sit there and do a full witchery re- uh Let's play because that'll be like 850 parts, and no fucking way that's happening. But I feel like a handful of videos, four or five little random. I used to do that series on my YouTube channel. I used to call it Random Gameplays. Had a handful of episodes where I would just play. A, a random game, give you a couple episodes of it, and then move on to a different thing, because, you know, not everybody likes to watch a whole video game, some people just like a little dip here and there of this game and that game, so if I'm playing, I'll, basically I'll just record, if I'm playing something, I think it's going to be cool to record it, I'll record it for a little bit, throw it up, see how it does, and uh, yeah, so there's that, but I feel like my YouTube channel is mostly, like, I'm, I'm kind of steering more towards those story-driven video games, uh, especially the pick-your-own-adventure style, so I'm, I'm looking at the telltale games those would be a lot of fun don't think i want to start like with with a a walking dead because like that one was done to death i think i want to do one of the other ones i'm really looking at wolf among us i would love to go through that game again so probably gonna end up doing that at some point but regardless you can go check all the links are down below you can check out the youtube channel i got a twitter page you can follow i post um what do you call them? Announcements over there. And whenever podcasts go up, I announce it right away. And that's a great place to uh, leave comments on the, on the podcast. If you heard something that I said that was just stupid and you want to make fun of me about it, you can leave a comment on Twitter. You can leave a comment on the YouTube videos. It's all good. It's all going to come to me and I will more than likely understand what you're talking about. So there you go. Enjoy. I hope you had a good weekend. I'm sorry that it is Monday, but no better way to start your week than with an episode of the GX GamerCast and fuck yeah so sadly you got to get through another week but don't worry i got you covered midweek midweek i got you covered with uh with uh with a hockey cast and then of course every single weekend we got the wrestling recap so there's stuff to look forward to and there's always the youtube channel tons of videos over there you can go check out hope you guys are doing well be good out there and have yourselves a lovely day and you will you will hear from me again soon go play cult of the lamb it's unreal